Hello, my friends. I'm going to skip the usual intro and promotional items to spare you from hearing it all twice. Because what you are about to hear is a re-airing of a show we did in February with the band Kinkador. We recorded this show before we decided to rebrand our podcast and give it a new name. So when you hear me do the intro and announce the podcast under a different name, please don't be confused. I wanted to repost this show we did with Kinkador to give them their due attention as we ended up pulling down the episode when we decided to rebrand everything. So not to worry, this podcast is indeed the modern recordist, despite the fact that you will hear me announce otherwise. And on that note, please make sure you are subscribed to the modern recordist if you are listening on iTunes. And do give us a rating and review as well. We are in the launch phase of this podcast, and good ratings and reviews helps to spread the word. So enjoy this episode with the Nashville rock band Kinkador. It's a fun episode. We had a lot of fun getting to hang and jam with them in our studio. And if you enjoy it as much as we did, and why wouldn't you, please share this episode with a friend. And that's all. Here comes Kinkador right now. Take your cat and 
Ladies and gentlemen, people of all ages, witches and werewolves, this is the Glass Onion recording show, The Maiden Voyage. Who am I leaving out? Honey badgers? <laughs> Want to get the whole demographic in there, our, our, entire, our entire audience. So this is The Maiden Voyage of the Glass Onion recording show, our little podcast here. And uh, the sounds you just heard were the sounds of the powerful rock band, Kinkador, who have been kind enough to join us on our maiden voyage. They're taking the leap. They're being the first people to, uh, to, to come in here and be a guest with us and chat. So uh, welcome, all, uh, all of you and uh, all of those listening, um, all however many are on our Facebook page, perhaps. We would hope that uh, at least those folks will uh, take and listen to this at some point, because after all, you all are our Facebook friends. So this is it, the Glass and <laughs> Recording Show, um, where uh, the idea, we're going to sit down live with some folks around town or um, people who play music, uh, could be mostly Nashville's the idea, maybe we'll go beyond that eventually. But uh, sit down and have a chat, a, uh, a live chat, and, um, and just unscripted, hanging out. So we hope it's fun, and um, we hope uh, we're definitely going to enjoy it. And uh, awesome. Thanks for, thanks for being here, guys. Thanks we for are, having us. <laughs> we are the guinea pigs. Yeah, and I'm, I'm John Stinson along with my, uh, with my studio partner, JD. And uh, we're coming to you out of our... Um, out of our studio in Nashville, Tennessee, Glass Onion Recording. This is it. You know, yeah. they say you have to be the best or you have to be the first. So we're excited to be the first here today. There you go. <laughs> Optimism. <laughs> Optimism. I love it. That's awesome. Well, cool. Uh, it's good to see you, Sharon. Good to see you, Stinson. After, um, it's been a minute. Yeah, after yeah. a long minute. Yeah. I don't know, at least at least a year. At least. So yeah. there's a lot to catch up on, and I'm glad that uh, we have the opportunity. This is a perfect way to do it. Yeah, it is. This, this is great. A perfect way to do it. I, it's too much intimacy to just talk to you without all this stuff. <laughs> so with the microphones and the headphones and the, the people yeah, here, it helps. I'm, I'm <laughs> learning as I go here. It's a little bit it's a little bit odd for me to be on this end of the microphone. So I'm channeling. Yeah. Uh, I'm channeling something. We'll see. Um, <laughs> but uh, learning as we go, giving myself the permission to be bad at it before I'm good at it. But yeah, um, well, great. I'm a big fan of just trying stuff. So yeah, me too. I, when Absolutely. you when you called me up and said, "Let's do a podcast," I said, "All right, sounds cool." Well, <laughs> if anybody, that's you know, what went through my head was like yeah. because um, I've been talking about doing this for a while. I, I think I mentioned it to you a long time ago, yeah. and um, I'm talking to a few. I talked to JD about. I mentioned it to him. He's been in his ear on it for probably. A year, yeah, and a few other people, and uh, I'm sure it got to the point was like rolling their eyes, like yeah, 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 whatever. So finally, was just like I gotta like, like I gotta make this happen, you know. And uh, had a lot of I'm always like trying to do a lot of stuff, and I'm sitting here going like I gotta make this podcast happen. Yeah. And I thought, well, how, how am I gonna put this together, you know? And I'm I, I was like, you know, I'm calling Sharon because <laughs> I know she's always good for this kind of stuff. Oh, it's yeah. awesome. We this isn't the first time that we've like, you know. We've like experimented with, yeah. with, with trying stuff like this. And yeah. like, I know you're always game for it. I'm just yeah. like, this is the person I needed to call. This is perfect. And so, yeah, um, I'm, a, said, I'm yeah. a big fan of everything you do and just the forward thinking that's always floating around the Stinson world. So it's something you know. it's, and uh, it's just one of those things that I've been thinking a lot about is just like how to 
expand you know the creative stuff that i'm involved in not yeah. just music and so podcasting has been on my brain too so sure i was like all right it's in the ether and you know, <laughs> yeah it's, so, it's the new thing i mean like yeah. you know it's like um because i kind of like been listening to podcasts like um a few years back and like it hadn't like like now i'm like i don't know maybe like the last two years or something mm-hmm. it's like caught on more and like you see yeah. like more podcasts that are just like you know the production value is much it's yeah. like it's just getting out there and it's like catching on more and so uh i found some new podcasts like last year that i was listening to and i just got really inspired i was just like this is because you know i'm like you said i'm always like i'm trying different things and like um i had tried some things in years past and it was like kind of like had kind of like eh, i'm gonna take a break and like maybe figure some other idea out eventually yeah. but for now it was like so then it just was like you know, it was like a year ago, maybe. I was like, podcasting, that's what it is. That's what I need to try next. Yeah. So I, We're yeah. big fans of podcasting, yeah. especially yeah. like uh, on the, when we're on the road. Mm-hmm. There's only so long you can do <laughs> playing DJ from person yeah. to person. Yeah. And so then we get <laughs> yeah. into a podcast. We, we, we all kind of like dig into these yeah. like real deep ones. And oh, like, yeah. You know, it kills a couple hours pretty quick because <laughs> you're just like enthralled in your brain, you know, and yeah. kind of not focused on the road it's kind of nice yeah. yeah yeah you can go down a rabbit hole There's yeah all kinds oh, of crazy absolutely, stuff absolutely, yeah man. you can go down a rabbit hole for sure yeah what got what's uh what's some of your guys favorite podcasts you've been listening to mark maron yeah okay. maron's great uh star talk with neil degrasse tyson oh it's yeah really interesting he did huh. one what you were talking about joe rogan earlier, yeah. and he had joe rogan on there the conversation okay it's really really that's fun. cool i should check that out because actually um yeah joe rogan like it's funny he's just like joe rogan has this is probably going to like put me out there as some kind of people are going to like, Oh, he's one of those guys. Or whatever. <laughs> but I became a big Joe Rogan fan. Like take that for whatever, however you want to take it. Really intelligent. More yeah. Than just a comedian. He's oh a yeah. 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 Guy. I was, I was like a friend of mine, uh, like a couple years ago, he was like Joe Rogan, Joe Rogan, Joe Rogan. He was telling me about it. I was like, I don't, you know, whoever, whatever. I, I don't really know who that is. And then, um, uh, I started kind of getting into some new stuff, um, namely martial arts, and then that led me to uh, somehow or another ended up like, I don't know why, check out Joe Rogan. So I started checking him out. It's like, of course, he's like huge into martial arts. He's huge into a lot of these like, like you're saying, these like just these crazy ideas. And like he has like lots of like a wide very like anyway. What I'm getting at is um, he inspired me. It was like that's what I want. That's what I'm kind of like. I want to capture is like the way that he. His podcast, there's an energy to it. It's like, that's pretty cool. So, um, well, I, I think you doing it, keeping the conversation open, not really having this drawn out format of we need to do this at this time and then this right. at this time, just keeping it open like a conversation. Yeah. And that allows magic to happen. Yeah, it's cool. I mean, I, it's just, you know, just hang out. That's what's yeah. so cool about it. It's like when you listen to Joe, the Joe Rogan show and like shows like that, you're like, these guys are just hanging out and it's really cool. Like, and they're having a cool conversation. So, that's what's up. Yeah. I dig it, man. It feels very free in here right now. It doesn't feel as formal as a lot of the other stuff we do. Like I feel. Well, we gotta fix that. This is like <laughs> way more comfortable in here. Don't get too little... relaxed, man. Oh man, see, I was gonna ask for a beer next. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Well, all right. So let's um let's catch up. Like, yeah. you know, I haven't um I've been heads down, kind of doing my thing. Yeah. Uh, for a little while, and obviously Kinkador has been doing their thing, and you're still yeah, rocking. Man. Still doing so, it. So um. Yeah. Well, I was starting when I arrived today. I brought the brand new disc because I oh, right. just I just got it yesterday. Yeah. And, and so it's just been this thing that's just like 
man, everybody's been trying to kill it, like, the last <laughs> year. <laughs> and it's just been by, like, brute force that I've muscled it into existence. Yeah. <laughs> so today I was, Against like, all odds. Against all odds of, like, everything imaginable. Because for, for whatever reason, like... This record just hasn't gotten the like support and like love from the people who actually were involved in creating it. I was telling you like, you know, Michael and John have been playing with me for the last year. We've been doing a ton of cool stuff and like, you know, jamming and writing in the basement, but like this record, you know, we've been playing these songs on the road and stuff and it's like bless their heart like, you know, they came into it after it was already done and so it's just been a strange year of yeah. like trying to give that thing some life. And so we're putting it out uh, on the 20th of this awesome. month, February 20th at 12th and Porter. Killer. So. We want to give it a chance at give life. Give it a chance. Yeah. Give it a chance I mean, at life. But, you know, we're, we're already thinking forward to what we're going to do sure. next. Yeah, we've already and started, like, accumulating our demos for the next record. Yeah, yeah. and they're, yeah. they're sounding <laughs> rad because it's it's the first time that us three have been able to collaborate yeah, exactly. to, you know, and have yeah. our product. And this yeah. product's been, you know, created by a lot of different yeah. people with Sharon. And so we want to give it some life, but also be looking forward to <laughs> yeah. what we're trying to get Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, it's the, uh, it's the, it's the, the ever perpetual torturous process, just like living in that, you know, with that create, that creative mind, right? It's just always mm -hmm. like, it's work, man. It's hard work. Like, it's just, you know, I've come to know that in new ways, like in the last um, couple of years, I guess, just yeah. like how much it's just, it's just grueling hard work to yeah. um uh you know bring this bring the uh, creations to life and there's so yeah. much like there's so many just like i don't know if you guys are familiar with like stephen pressfield he's a guy who he's like he's an author he, he wrote some um film scripts and things mm -hmm. um but he's written a book called um uh the war of art mm. and it's I all, read that, yeah it's definitely. so good you know and it's all about that it's cool. just about like what he calls the resistance mm. And oh, it just man, like that sounds like I need to read this. Yeah, I mean it's yeah. like you're, it's, it's like you're so, it's like you self sabotage like sabotaging yeah. yourself oh, yeah. like oh you know I don't feel inspired to write today or whatever and like all along the way there's always this kind of um, this challenge you have to start yeah. to view view it and like I, I'm working on trying to like view things as like like challenges and there's like another there's another book I think it's called uh, the obstacle is the way I forget who mm. wrote that but I want to read it I haven't read it yet. But it, just the whole idea of like the obstacle being the way, and it's oh, just yeah. kind of like this sort of like almost Eastern idea. So it's like yeah. you just, you know what I mean? You you identify the resistance, you feel it, you you become cognizant of it. You go, this, I, I have to push through this, and it's always like that, you know. Yeah. I think th from the outside looking in, it doesn't. People don't always recognize that, and like mm -hmm. even like when you first kind of like start to to. Ex explore creativity explore yourself yeah it's a lesson that you kind of have to learn as you like grow yeah. older and get oh, more yeah. experience the you know what i mean always yeah. gonna be there yeah. you know it never goes away you always have those things set in your head those you know levels you want to reach yeah as soon as i get here i'll be content then you right. get there you're like oh well <laughs> yeah no, oh yeah. absolutely so yeah like there is like like yeah there's no like i think you and i have talked about this a little bit like there's no top there's no true top of there's, the mountain there's not absolutely. you know what i mean so it's like, and, and just, you have to like, you know, just 
enjoy the journey. It's all like it's like kind of like a cliche thing to say or whatever. You're 100 right. Yeah. You know, as soon as you get content, that's when you stop making something new. You know, as yeah. soon as you get in that headspace, you're like, all right, well, I've learned everything I need to learn. I've done everything I need to do. And then you know, especially from a creative standpoint, yeah. I don't know from an office standpoint because I've never been there. You know? Yeah. But from a creative standpoint, I've learned. You know, everyone that I've seen be like, well, I'm I'm the best. I'm I'm the greatest right now. That's those right. are the cats you see down the road two years working at AT&T. Yeah. Well, oh, <laughs> you, what, what you see is, or you see like if they're like you see when they get to that place here's a person who's about to find out they're about to embark on like a huge struggle in their life right Absolutely. like Absolutely. you can see people like you can look like like professional athletes even like they go through this kind of stuff the person that comes to mind is uh, to me is anderson silva i don't know if you guys follow like ufc or M- mma or whatever that's like been a huge obsession of mine lately anderson silva that's he's the greatest of all time I and mean, like he like was untouchable and he kind of got there to that point that was just like you know this is too easy it was like it was way too easy for him and he kind of you know ended up goofing off and he lost his title and now he's on his way back you know after wow. like so it's like you can see that kind of like you always see it. it's like a person who's like you know i'm the best or whatever they become content complacent yeah. uh you're here comes a storm you know what I mean? <laughs> So. Actually, that was one of the biggest draws for me to Sharon because you just see all these struggles that this girl has overcome. <laughs> and man, like, dude, and you're still like learning and growing. And I, hey, I got to see her play at uh, eight off eight when I was in town. I was uh, hanging out with one of my buddies, Scott Reeby. Oh, yeah. And uh, he was like, we had just started a band called Doc Honey Punch, a little funk band. He was like, you got to come see this band, Kinkador, man. He's like, this is where we need to be. This Sorry is- to interrupt. You might want to like get closer get to closer. the mic. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Uh, anyway, the word Adolf Faith, and he's like, "This is the girl that. You, this is what we need to aspire to be like." You know. Oh, that's so sweet. And now I'm yeah. sitting here in a room with her playing music. You it's know, pretty it's cool. A, it's We're a doing it. Thing. Yeah. That's cool. It's the journey. It's the journey. Yeah, that's it is the, the journey. Only, that's the only way. Cause no. If I got too attached to outcomes, I wouldn't be able to handle it. Yeah. You know, because literally, like. I'd already ordered this disc. I'd done everything to muscle it through, and like last week, the 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 powers that be were like, we don't think you should put it out. I'm like, what are you talking about? You the show's booked. The People show's like, booked. What? You would like yeah. this infant to crawl back into the womb and just like yeah. stay there for another <laughs> yeah. year. And the, work, you know, the title yeah. has set me free. We were talking about that yeah. the other day. It's just, you know, we've been trying to set this thing free since we joined the band. I know, we've yeah. been trying to push it out for a year. So if I, if I was like too attached to that record or it being released or whatever, I would have probably flipped my lid. But I was like, all right, well, let me like run through the scenario of not putting it out. What does that look mm-hmm. like? You know, and just being able to like entertain all possible paths, I think is what helps me keep like a fresh mind about right. all of it and enjoy even the weird stuff like that. But, right. You know, for me, this is like when you're talking about like obstacles it's like for me i'm so excited about putting the record out because it's been such a block for me that it's not been done and not been out of like doing the next thing or just you know writing like how i want to write because it's like ah but i have this thing's not done so it's like man just like close the chapter yeah mentally and then suddenly there's there's like psychic space to do something sure yeah it's like um uh that's a bit you know there's like yeah, these things are all hitting right on the money with me because that's like a lot of the you know like of course we, clearly everybody in this room experiences their the, all this kind of stuff in yeah. their own way you know but uh, those uh, um, key words kind of that you're throwing out are like they're great because like um, so I've heard some people talking about the idea of like psychological drag and stuff like yeah. that and that's an awesome way to think I'd never like until I heard somebody say that I'm like wow that's I haven't heard that word, so that's perfect like, like it, it you know what I mean mm-hmm. it's just a great way to like describe just 
And so just like this idea of, uh, of stepping back every once in a while and just going, let me look at the bird's eye view and go like, where's like, where are these, like, where are these obstacles and where is this resistance? Where's the psychological drag? And just, mm-hmm. you know, you can deal with that kind of stuff. It's yeah. awesome. But, um, yeah, man, I've, I've, uh, I've, I've resilient, I, resilient. There was a, uh, somebody was saying something like the, the, the word resilience, like, and that's a great, yeah. word that comes to mind when I when I think of you and your Aww. like your spirit but <laughs> what the what they were talking about was resilience kind of um, alludes to the fact that you can be sort of like knocked off your baseline mm-hmm. and and come back and yeah. not waver from it yeah but that's not really what you are what you are is like I can't remember the actual word they used was like anti something to like describe like that you're you're not just coming back to your baseline you're like you're like fighting the resistance, pushing through and going even further. You know what yeah. I mean? Because resilience, yeah. resilience is kind of like, you know, you can go through the struggle and not be like pushed down in the mud. I can always be at this point. Right, but that's, right. but like, you're always at, you're just like baseline. What you want to do is like thrive and right. go as like far yeah. as you can, you know, yeah. even in the face of resistance, you know what yeah. I mean? So that's what, um, yeah. That's, I think the, the way that I've been able to do that is because I never am under the impression I can do anything alone. You know, and so when I feel like things are confusing or out of control for me, I'm going, man, like, take that bird's eye view. How can I surround myself with the most amazing, special, like, talented, exciting, alive people? And then, like, that fuels me. Yeah. That fuels me. Right. And so that's that's how I feel like I keep inch, <clears throat> inching forward in some way, you know. Like, it's just been a kick-ass. It's been a weird year, but it's been like a... It's been a really fun year. Yeah. Like just the fact of us having the synergy that we have and being able to like have this awesome place of moving forward now. Like everybody's on the same page. Yeah. yeah. We we co- communicate daily and yeah. and uh, it's not on one person. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, it's not all on Sharon. The majority of it is. But <laughs> me we're and trying Michael, to take it. We're we trying to take some. We yeah. pull our way where we can. <laughs> yeah. You know. Uh, you know. There's. There's. It's hard being a band, man. Oh yeah. God. Like in Nashville. <laughs> okay. This. Anyone from Nashville listening to this is gonna be like, yeah. Okay. We know that. Yeah. But. Uh, <laughs> you know, it's 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 a relationship that you have to really you know cater to, and it's. It's hard because you hit a lot of roadblocks, right. a lot, and it's like, yeah. okay, how are we gonna push past this? And it's like, you know, even with Sharon, you know, she's gone through members leaving the band and 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 seeing what that looks like in Nashville. You know, a member, a key member leaving a band either means that you're gonna close down the shop, or you're gonna find somebody better to keep it going. Yeah. You know, and those are the people that are truly you know working hard to yeah. make their craft happen because it's it's hard you know yeah you know absolutely people have to have to have jobs and mm-hmm. you know there's wives and kids and you know there's all kinds of things to consider when that happens so we're blessed that we're all three able to creatively come together and be on the same page and mm-hmm. at this point in our life there aren't roadblocks you know right. it's just like we're doing our thing, you know. Uh, totally. And not stop doing that, you know. Well, it's awesome. For you, sure. You guys are you, you guys are rocking and Thank and, you. And, and and yeah, it's killer, man. So, um, when did you guys all 
cross paths with each other. It it happened around the same time, mm -hmm. actually. Yeah, about a year. Uh, ago. John John was in what like a week a week before mm -hmm. me. Did you yeah. know John or did someone did Josh? Yeah, Josh, we, Josh had introduced him. Yeah, we. Yeah. Uh, I was in another band for a few years called Static Revival. It's like an indie southern rock band, and uh, we. Uh, we were practicing at the same place that Kinkador was practicing That's downtown right. called Diamond Sound. And uh, it's kind of like a <laughs> a home to the bands that don't have a place to jam, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And so there's always like 15 bands jamming and there's a lot of bleed over. But uh, it's cool because you get to meet a lot of people that you wouldn't normally meet. Yeah. And, uh, and Sharon's kind of that way. I got to meet her the the previous drummer a guy named Josh and he became a really good friend of mine and uh, he left to go do a country gig and um, at that time and and that was during the same week that my band had broke up and oh, so yeah. I was like it's good timing <laughs> oh man I was like this is great timing so I got in touch with Sharon I went in and did a an audition and the next day she called me she was like so you're gonna do this with me or what and I was <laughs> like yeah let's do it let's yeah. let's do it and then I think that same week, or I was like, the, we gotta find a guitar. Or the player. week after, <laughs> we we started auditioning guitar players, yeah. and Michael came through, and we were like, I think we should. I think this is the guy. Yeah, I think this cool. is it. Yeah. And I kind of knew him through some mutual friends, yeah. and uh, it's and you know for being as many people are here, man, it's a small town. Oh, yeah. You know, because yeah. I didn't, I had no idea she was looking for a guitar player. And I got a call from one of my buddies, man. Yeah. Kink it was actually Scott Reeby, that same guy that took me yeah. to their show, called me. He's like, dude, Kinkador's looking for a guitar player. Uh, Sharon just texted me, I'm gonna drop your name. And as cheesy as it is, man, as soon as I got off the phone, I was at yeah. work, I went inside, I was like, Kinkador's looking for a guitar player, I think <laughs> I'm gonna have to, you know. <laughs> right on. Because I've been looking for a band for like a year. Just like just like you had said earlier, John, you know, when a member when a key member leaves, yeah. it's either shop closes down or you get someone better. Right. And, yeah. uh, and Mike, I'd moved down here with a band. And we were just slowly losing members the whole time to people going back home. Yeah. We were trying to fill those spaces, but it just, no one was clicking, you know? Right. So I was just, I was feeling so musically frustrated, yeah. you know, just being down here writing. And you start getting in that headspace, well, I wrote a new song, but I don't have a band, so what the hell the am I doing it for? Yeah. You know, yeah. what, what, what the heck yeah. am I doing this for? Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. You know, I got that call, like, at the last second. I was like, thank God. It was yeah. uh, <laughs> definitely uh, pulled me out of a dark spot, you know? That's, right that's the beauty of Nashville, because like, I wouldn't be able to be so resilient in another town, I think. Because that was like... I you just don't have the same resources. don't have the same resources. Yeah. I just literally bothered like every person I knew <laughs> and was like... But you did it the I, smart you know, way. You I, did, I was like, I need, a, I, need a, I need a guitar player, and they have to be amazing. And like, I need you to personally... like. I think that's what saved me is I was like, don't just give me a name. Don't just give me a phone number. Like, if, you, if you're going to give me the name of somebody, I need you to personally introduce me. And, like, you must be there and vouch for this person. Otherwise, <laughs> otherwise it's just, like, not a recommendation. Right. And so that's, like, Scott, like, you know, was like, I was like, Scott, you got to, like, you got to introduce me to this yeah, person. where did we so, meet at? I think Some we barbecue. met at Edley's or something. Edley's, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, you know, shake my hand, look me in the eye, tell me this guy is, like, a good guy. And so <laughs> to have that kind of, like recommendation was like solid and obviously you can shread and <laughs> so it was just cool it's just good yeah, you know that's because that's the kind really of person well. you need like in a band set up you know someone who's legit and absolutely we have so. all we all have ex a lot of experience being in numerous bands yeah. yeah and different styles and different uh uh you know different 
uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like different levels, I guess, of where you're at sure. musically or being able to use connections and take it to the next level. And, and that's hard to do. And, and, you know, there's always those members in the band that are just there to play their part right. and that don't really contribute anything else. Right. And that's what's cool about the three of us is we were always those members in the other bands. Yeah. And so now right. we've come together and yeah, it's like cool. power trio. That's you know? awesome. Yeah. yeah. See, yeah, that's really cool. Cause it's just like, um, uh, having ex- that's just like certain things that only experience can show you exactly. right like that you can only pick up just through experiences and things and um you know as a as a person like what i've always been doing i'm always on the other side of it you know sitting at the recording console or something mm-hmm. or like you know producing something or whatever and like going to rehearsals and all that so like you know i'm only like hanging out with a band for as long as it is that that I'm working with them on that project. So it's like in a, in a certain sense, I'm like always um, constantly kind of in a different band or whatever. You yeah. know? So yeah. right. That allows me to kind of see, a, a, kind of like pick up on the same things as what you're talking about. Yeah. And it's just like, yeah, it's so important of like thinking about this, like what's, where do I, what's the whole thing here? And where, like what's my, what do I, part do I truly play? And not just like, you know, you know, I play guitar and like anything beyond this, you know, if it does not come out of my amp, then it doesn't exist. I mean, like, it's always like, I'm, I'm that's one of the, the big things I'm always like talking to bands about when I first like meet them, like hang out really at rehearsal. And like, I'm like, listen to everybody else. Don't even listen to yourself. Like, listen to other people. You know, you gotta, like, if you wanna make a great record, you need to like, like truly listen to your bandmates and what's going on. Like what parts are they playing? How does it feel? And whatever. Be, being like, able to see the big picture past what yeah, you're doing. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Right. That That's such a interesting part of like being a musician, you know? Yeah. It's because you, you can easily stay so focused on what you're doing uh, that it's maybe not complimenting the song or it's not uh, fitting in if you heard everything else and you isolated yourself. But, uh, but yeah, yeah, that's uh, seeing the big picture is something that I've always yeah. like harped on. Like anybody that knows me or been in a band with me, they're like, "Yeah, John always talks about the big picture." You yeah. know, yeah, the big yeah, picture yeah. is where it's at. Yeah, totally, know? absolutely. Because it's just like, what's the song? Like, what is what's going on here? What's the like, what's the energy? What's the what's the song? The song isn't like just a guitar, like, or it's not just you know somebody hitting a drum or something, right. or, or or whatever. I mean, it's like all these things, you know. So. Um, yeah, it's super important. Super, super and it, important. And it takes a while to get there, man. That's one thing that, uh, you know, when you start a new band with somebody, especially if it's guys that you haven't been playing with for a minute or buddies that you've had for a while, it's just like a conversation. You know, you meet somebody new, and the conversation might not be uh, amazing immediately. You don't have that much to talk right. about. You're learning that person. But the more you get to know them, the better the conversation is, the longer it lasts. Mm-hmm. And it's the same thing with the song. You know, I noticed when we first all started jamming with each other, it's hard to get to uh, get used to, you know, eventually we'll start throwing each other eyes, like, right. oh, that's the chorus face. You know, we're yeah. going to sure. the chorus. Right. And you start to read each other better, and it's just like, oh, our like... conversation has progressed so well over the past year. Like, yeah. He, when you uh, pulled out your phone the other day and yeah. she had showed, that's one of the reasons I love being in a band with Sharon is uh, I was talking about songs that I could not remember playing. I was like, man, I, I know we had this song that was amazing, really good jam, but I can't remember how it went. She goes, oh, well, I recorded all of them on my phone over the past year. <laughs> awesome. so I was just like, man, that is so key. 
But hearing that first song that we jammed with each other that we all brought to practice and like, oh, you know, let's try and make this into something compared to the last song, you just yeah. hear how much better that conversation yeah. is between you. So what you're saying is that um, that you are, since you just met me, you're already having like one of the the best conversations. Getting to know, I mean, like this little short time. No, there are unique like, people and unique instances yeah. exactly. when that magic happens That's immediately. True. You That's know, true. they love at first sight. Yeah, yeah, yeah But yeah. generally, generally, sometimes it takes a second to get uh, sure. to get. You know, you just feel more comfortable with someone the longer you know them. Yeah, absolutely. And it's the same thing with music. You know, no matter how good you are, I still feel like the more time you spend in that space with each other, the better you're gonna get. You know. Sure. Yeah, it's a family, man. You're absolutely, like, absolutely. Like, you really got to think of it that way. And just like, yeah, this is like, we're, um, it's like a like therapy session or something. I know. <laughs> we're sitting I know. in a circle. So <laughs> much of like, yeah, so many band meetings are uh, therapy sessions. Or like so much like making a record. Like, I'm like. Yeah, yeah t- tell us some of those stories. Yeah. Because like, ha- like, what I've noticed over the course of my time here is like, Doing the record is always this like crisis moment, yeah. Like, because everyone has to suddenly commit emotionally yep. and like maybe financially. Like there's oh, yeah. suddenly like all these things that have to happen, and they're like, "Man, I thought we were just, I thought we were just like hanging out." You yeah, know? Because, <laughs> it, it totally becomes <laughs> real, we just man. Made some cool yeah. Yeah. yeah, it does. It's a yeah. scary thing. It totally and so becomes real, man. You probably see that, like. All well, on this condensed. side of things. <laughs> on this side of things, it's it's interesting you talking about like the family side of things, like you know, like this conversation that you have because, you know, you guys come in to a studio, a band comes into a studio, and as a producer, um, or even still as the engineer, um, you all of a sudden have to have, you got to find your way of getting into that conversation that the right. band already has yeah. without right. like messing up like the equilibrium that's already there. <laughs> right. Right. And yeah, you're so like you're like weird, you're like all of a sudden just like on yeah. you know super drive just like trying to figure out the whole context and the whole vibe of everything right. and making sure that stays for the whole session. So um, I don't know. That's been like. A big challenge, or not not necessarily challenge, but it's just something that like oh, you have to stay conscious of. With some bands, oh, especially yeah. from oh, yeah. a producing standpoint. Oh yeah, try, like you said, trying to get into that that family mindset with these guys you yeah. just met, and also through your your uh, professional two cents in, and not step yeah. on any toes or anything. Yeah, it's 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 an interesting thing. Uh, I mean, I, I I very much so like to run a session where, uh, especially if I'm a produce if I'm producing or co-producing. Um, Everybody can throw in their ideas, and uh, you can you can. Everybody feels like they can equally throw in their decision, but everybody can equally turn down a decision, and mm-hmm. nobody's butthurt about it. And, yeah, because um, that can happen very quickly. Very, very oh quickly. Gosh. Oh yeah. Um, Wow. Yeah, you're yeah. changing my baby. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, musicians are just big, you know, emotionally immature people. <laughs> like it's just, and that's one of the things that I feel like allows you to make music because you just get you, you are not necessarily get upset at the drop that yeah. hat, but I feel like emotions can run high on either side. Almost, like oh, absolutely. You know, you have these very high highs and these very low lows, and you feel them very intensely, and then you can pour that into a song. Absolutely. Yeah. But sometimes, like you know, you come into a conversation with someone else, and you, I poured my soul into this song. You know. Oh that, yeah. A minor chord means something right there. Yeah. No, I mean, you were talking about, like, just a second ago, you were saying, like, oh, this is like a therapy session. And it's (laughs) sometimes sessions can be that way, especially, like, trying to read the musician. Like, if you're you're making production choices and you're, like, chasing some, like, rabbit hole and you look back and, like, 
you know, the artist has this look on their face. Yeah. It's like, well, is that a good look? <laughs> yeah. Are they just like really yeah. thinking about this? Or yeah. are they like, oh no, Dude, my, that's, my thing is that's, lost. I've been in that, like there's one particular instance that comes to mind that's exactly what you're describing. It's totally yeah. that. And it was like to the point where I did fairly quickly figure out how to interpret sort of like their body language. Yeah. And so I could sort of just like gauge it. Just be like, I would sort of like, we get into sort of a zone and I would be like, you know, like the way I pro- uh, approach it as a producer is is to is to kind of like more like say uh, well there's something that needs to be we need to there's some kind of direction where we need to be doing this and like sort of like coach it as opposed to say so you're putting this, the this, idea this. out there yeah. and it's like exactly. they came up with it like it, exactly like <laughs> if I was to say like like you know um, um, for some reason maybe you know we, this needs this section of the song needs to be rewritten or like. Th- you need to write a bridge or something like that. Right. I would suggest that I wouldn't get, I, I would, and it's like, go write it. And right. it's like, you need to go write it. It needs to be you. Right. I'm not going to like write it or whatever. So like, that's kind of. Have you ever come across bands that, that want you to do that? I know, I do know some guys that kind of expect that out of a producer sometimes. sometimes. Yeah. Really? Sometimes, I guess. But I, I've never I, had I, that experience yet. Now, obviously I, we've never Well, done it's because, like you know, I, I think that if I had, that. if I had my own band, um, and I put out a lot of my own music. I probably would have people that would contact me looking for that more, but um, I don't really do a lot of that. Uh, my my production background, I came, you know, I hit, I fell into the production chair from like an engineering place. I was an engineer first, second engineer, all that. So it's like more of like, you know, it wasn't so much of like putting out a whole lot of my own music. So people don't like contact me. They just contact me like, hey, this record that you did was cool or whatever. Um, and they've already, they're not really like, Beyond just kind of like help us coach through, just looking for right. like certain like creative critiques and just like an, a third party to come in and do something. Right. But like I, I don't. Really, I mean, like I don't. Yeah, I don't really get a lot of people saying like, "Hey, man, help me write these songs" or or anything like that. You know what I mean? Right. But um. The anyway, only, the only experience I've had with that is like it's understood ahead of time where you're either like trying to help develop somebody or um. But I've never been in a situation where we're like, you know, in the tracking process and, you know, they're thinking, oh, I need you to help me rewrite this bridge. Because, I mean, like, you know, once you're going down that whole path, then, I don't know, to me, it's like, then you're looking at, like, co-writes and stuff. Well, exactly. It's like, that stuff needs yeah. to be, and like, it's just that needs to be, like, yeah. figured out ahead yeah. of time. Yeah, and, totally. like, you know, I've done, like, pre-production with people before. And, you know, we go and, like, rework songs or take two songs and put them together. But that's all, like... It's done ahead of time. It's like up front, mm-hmm. but right. that, like that's that's like the closest experience I've had Dude, with that. Scenario. Nothing where it's like all of a sudden somebody's just like, "Oh, you're you're not helping me rewrite this chorus." <laughs> okay, you're the producer. It's like a roadblock, and this doesn't sound very good. Hey, can you help me write this? Yeah, chorus? yeah. Which yeah. I don't know what I would like I'd, a George Martin you know. scenario or something. You know what I mean? Yeah, I guess maybe like pre-production that stuff happens more. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, maybe so. I mean, that's that's where I've come across it. My so. experience has always been like how you would describe it, where it's you're mashing something up, and then two songs become one, and then you go, oh, you you got to rewrite all these lyrics like <laughs> yeah. tonight. Good luck with that. We'll yeah, see, we'll see you tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, I know that's fallen on you a couple of times. Yeah, hasn't but it? you know, it's it's fun. It's fun when that happens because it's like you can labor over a song for months, and then you go, oh yeah, we rearranged it. And you need you have one day to rewrite everything. The great stuff has come out of that. Yeah, oh, there's yeah. something that great yeah. that can come yeah. out of the deadline sometimes it's when stupid. it's 12 it's hours like, away. It's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's like channeling that like um, that place of just that, oh, crap kind of right. place, you know? Yeah. And um, 
it's it's kind of like uh, um, there's a whole thing about there's actually a book about it. I'm just like such a nerd about these like books these days, but like yeah. um, there's a it's called the the rise of Superman, I believe is what it's mm-hmm. called, and it's about that whole thing about like finding there's a thing like a flow state, what they uh-huh. call it, you know, and they've gotten this they've like they've figured it out in terms of like like what's going on hormonally and neurochemicals and things yeah. like this in your brain, and it's um, so it's like it's like that moment when you just like oh crap. And uh, it's like a like a, a surfer riding a wave, you know. All right. of a sudden, like this is a live or die moment. I'm riding this huge wave, and so like you know, you can just like channel into the things. Like, like what's gonna happen is I have to have this done. Yeah. That's there. No, that can't be changed. Exactly. Yeah. You know. So all of a sudden, you just like somehow you flip a switch in your mind, and it's just like I'm going in. I'm doing this. And it's, it's the like, worst though because it's, you can't do that on a n- normal day. You know, I can't yeah. just be like, well, I have to have the song done by tomorrow. I'm going to put a deadline on myself. It just, yeah. for some reason, doesn't produce the same result. Yeah, no. You've got to. Yeah. Like, you can't trick it's yourself. Not real. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, I know. That's what you have to like. That's why it's just like um, you, I'm experimenting with that a little bit this year is like putting myself in positions that it it, it – it's real accountability. Like uh-huh. I've set this stuff up in a way that's like I've made it real for myself. I've committed this in a real way. Very cool. You know what I mean? It's like yeah. this is scary. But otherwise it's like because you're right, you can't fake it. You can't just like yeah. be like, um, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna get this done and like write this whole record this month and so this date's on the calendar. And it's like if there's not really something that's out there that's like a real commitment, yeah. it's just like, yeah. wow, I uh, like I made it real. If you want to do that, then you just, well, you know, you get towards the end of the month, I gotta push that back a little bit. I've done yeah. that. I'm just like, I live my life that way, man. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> yeah. It's crazy, man. Oh, yeah. So, milestones and deadlines and all that. It's it's an interesting thing. The, yeah. the brain. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, this album should be done in th- three months at least. Well, I know. Yeah. I'm a, like, yeah. man, I get so on fire about new stuff. And I'm like, man, dude, it's like we could finish all this in like two months, man. Like, whatever. Oh, I do I, that. Write it and yeah. track it. And like, that's doable. Because you go, man, yeah. it's only 12 songs. We already got... Ten, like, and then you're like, you're like, you're like, yeah, I mean, I read this article about such and such band, and I mean, they did it in a day. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I can do it. It's like, yeah. you know, and you're trying to like, all of a sudden, you've got this like epic, like, I'm gonna conquer the world plan that you're oh, just yeah. like, by the time you're done with your morning coffee, that's what I was gonna say. yeah, you know, it's just like coffee is an amazing thing and a horrible thing all at the same time for me because like, <laughs> I, I'm like, you know, it just like inspires me to new levels and I like, I can I can visualize these huge things, but at the same time, I can like not be realistic about like okay like let's deconstruct this how you really like reverse engineer how are you really going to like make all that happen you know what i mean and yeah. i'm like oh yeah it's like i misconstrue like oh, yeah. oh that's i can do it yeah, it's a challenge but come on man i'm me i, mean, I can do it you know <laughs> yeah. yeah constantly yeah you just <laughs> overestimate how you're going to feel in the moment yeah know? yeah you're like oh yeah i write one song a day we'll jam it the next day and then you're like oh wow maybe i can do that like once a week yeah. Every two weeks. <laughs> well, it kind of goes back to what you were saying a minute ago about like bands that oh, now they're at the studio and it's like, yeah. oh, this is real. Oh, wait, what? We're, you mean we're not just like, you know, hanging out on the weekend and jamming in the garage? Like, we're going to the studio. Yeah. You know, it's kind of like that moment. And like that was so that's so perfect. Cause like, 
I have had so many of those moments myself personally, you know yeah. what I mean? It's just yeah. like something you really want to do, but then when you really start to walk that talk, mm-hmm. all of a sudden you're like, dude, I'm kind of freaked out. Wait, this is getting real. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, Absolutely. You're, and before, like, leading up to it in your mind, you're going, easy, I got this, I can totally do this. And yeah. you start walking towards that goal, and you're like, all of a sudden you're like, I can't do this. <laughs> yeah. I, like, you know, all of a sudden it's like, wait a minute, well, where did that other person go that was just like, you know, I could totally tackle this easy, you know? Now I'm, like, completely, like, sabotaging myself. The best. Uh, no. <laughs> it's the worst. <laughs> it's the best and the worst. It's the curse of being yeah. where we are, but I wouldn't want anything else. Yeah, amen. You know I, mean? I don't know that I could do anything else. You said you, you, you hadn't um, you hadn't had a, a, a normal job or something. You, what was it you said? Well, like, an ago, off, like, like an yeah. office job. Yeah, an you know office job. I, mean? yeah, yeah, I haven't yeah. committed to yeah. anything that's like a real tangible career besides, besides music. Sure. Now I've had, obviously, uh, you well, got to pay maybe the, it. Not that's selling yourself short because you're like a chef. He's like a he's kind of a chef. Yeah, guy. she's talking Ooh. me up right now. I you know I cook online. So <laughs> it's being uh, a, a catering being restaurant. Cook but I do. I what like, is that? What is that? Well, on on a line at a catering. You know, I that oh, always oh, gets misconstrued. Oh, the last person the I told that to was like, how do you yeah. cook on yeah. the internet? No, it's funny. You like, do you guys? Oh, you guys uh, what's your YouTube channel? I know that's yeah, hilarious. Exactly. <laughs> no, no, man. I cook you a meal and like email it to you. Have you ever seen? You guys watch Always Sunny in Philadelphia? Yeah. Yeah. Did you ever see that episode? So it's like, it, it, I don't know, this is like one of the funniest things I, like of all the episodes. I don't remember what season it was, but it was like, you know, like the little intro bit and, uh, and uh, where they're goofing off before the show actually starts. And like Frank is sitting there like at the bar, like ripping on a bong or something. Oh, yeah. And he's got his foot up on the bar, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, Deandra, go download me a hoagie off the internet. <laughs> yeah. And for some reason, I just lost it. Like I always thought that was so hilarious. So I'm always like... I don't know. I'm Download always just like <laughs> stealing that joke. But it is one of you know it's the funniest thing about that is that it's such a hilarious joke today. But fast forward like ten years from now, that's not gonna be a joke, man. That's gonna be real. You can really do that. I mean, like seriously. Like I read an article about like um, about how NASA has like three D three D printed a pizza. I mean, it's possible what? you can oh, do. Oh no, we got yeah. food synthesizers. Star yeah. Trek is real. Seriously, Willy Wonka is happening, yeah. man. Yeah. <laughs> the food TV on Willy Wonka. Dude, can you imagine? It'll be like the, what the Food Network yeah. will be like. You're yeah. watching Bobby Flay cook it up, and he's like, "Hey, if you would like to eat this Just right now, scan your credit card." 1999. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. That'd be awesome. That, that would is be crazy. Yeah. That, either that or drones will bring it to you. Right. Oh yeah. That's what it'll be first, and then they'll do, like, because the 3D printing version of it will be too expensive for, like, just anybody to own. And everybody will be freaking out. FedEx is already looking into that. Did you hear about that article? Because they were getting some legislation on FDA guidelines and all this stuff. But, uh, yeah, uh, FedEx is actually looking into drone deliveries. That's awesome. Because... Amazon was saying we're gonna do this, or maybe it was Amazon. Yeah, maybe it was Amazon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I knew one of those massive yeah, companies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were gonna do it, and uh, I think um, yeah, there was some kind of somehow or another, there was some somebody kind of stopped. There was like a stone wall. On well, that, I think but. one of the problems would be the the flights going overhead. Yeah, the, the about, air traffic. Yeah, yeah. yeah, but you know, it's all good until one of the drones flies into a jet engine yeah. and yeah. yeah kills everybody. Yeah. yeah. But I don't know. I mean, the drones get up to 400 feet. I don't think they're, I don't know that they would have oh, a dude, problem. Oh, dude, drones yeah. can like, okay, so we were, um, we went downtown. Uh, we went to a restaurant down near, you guys been to Pinewood Social? Yeah. So yeah. we were down mm-hmm. there hanging out like on 4th of, 4th of July. We were going to, because like right there where you can see right the fireworks the roof, and right, stuff. Yeah. So we were like, we parked the car in that lot there and then we were um, hanging out. And then after dinner, we just go out to the parking lot and hanging out there. And a dude 
Like it's nighttime. This all of a sudden, this dude. All of a sudden, like we see, we can't see where it came from, but just like a drone just went up. I'm like, what is that? That's a drone, dude. And uh, and we were just watching. I was more enthralled with like just watching the drone and the fireworks. It's like, what's the drone doing now? Look how far that is. And he, I swear, it went like it went into the several thousand. Well, not several thousand, but it went at least it went up about a thousand feet. It was up there. There's actually a video on YouTube of the Nashville fireworks from a drone. Yeah. I wonder if that's not what probably uh, probably was. Yeah. But yeah. they're getting really popular. One of my buddies actually just started a business, Ninth Planet Media, where he goes to real estate sites and you know we'll do an aerial view, or if you're doing a big wedding, and you yeah, get some aerial views that's for your wedding. Same. Yeah. It's, it's all, it completely changed all that because, like, uh, man, I'm like, um, when I saw some of the footage that had all this, like, this new stuff that people are like, these videos, great videos people are coming out with now with all these awesome, like, sweet shots. Have you seen the OK Go video? Uh-uh. That new one? I have. It's awesome. It's ridiculous. I, it's ridiculous. See, that's what I'm talking about. Like, so stuff visual, like that. The visual yeah. concept is, is Well, like, awesome. so I used to yeah. work, I used to manage a band, and, uh, and uh, man, it was like, you know, I like, um... Um, worked, managed, and sort of had this like business around them, and so we like raised some money and like spent a lot of money, and so we shot a music video, and it our music video like we had these like this epic, um, it was sweet. like a truck with you know like a like a crane jib arm whatever like yeah. so you get these crazy awesome shots right oh very cool and um uh it costs a lot of money to hire that guy a ton that's where like most of the money of our video budget went and now it's just like drone, drone. drones oh, yeah we're going you know I mean? you know like i, mean? I could have yeah. bought for what we spent on the guy doing the truck i could have bought probably three drones Jeez. bought them and owned them Jeez. you know yeah. <laughs> it's crazy it's crazy technology i know man i know That's i just want that i just want that 3D printer the, the pizza, pizza. pizza. Yeah, yeah, I want that. That's what for I want. some reason all I'm when you guys talk about 3D printers and pizza all I'm thinking about is that microwave and in back to the future I love that yes, too. I know exactly what you're talking yeah. about. Where they put it's that little tiny pizza, pizza in yeah. and it like turns yeah. it into like a Five fresh later. Pizza Hut yeah. pizza. Yeah. <laughs> Looks yeah, like dude, it back was, to the yeah. future is happening. They're making the the Nikes. They are. Oh yeah, I saw that. They're making the the self adjusting Nikes. According to the movie this year is we're supposed right. to have yeah. time traveling flying DeLoreans. Right. Yeah. I haven't oh, seen oh, one. Right. Where's the hoverboard? Right. Well, yeah. seen the hoverboard. We were, you were talking the about the, the the drones and the air traffic, but I mean, like you know, they were they were predicting we'd have like flying cars. You know, flying cars. cars. Just, they meant they mistook it for drones. It's yeah. gonna be the yeah. air traffic. Yeah. For yeah. The yeah. They just got they just got their um, some of the details a little bit wrong. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so. What a great movie. <laughs> yeah, no. One of my one of my favorites of all time is uh, the original Back to the Future. Is like one of my favorite movies of all time. It's that great. Is, it is epic. I could quote some awesome lines right now, but um, you should. Yeah, well, there's like really there's like the all the lines with the swear words, so I'm not <laughs> okay. gonna do that. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna swear, but. Um, I love how that movie has the like. If someone calls you chicken, that's like the biggest. I know, I know, insult. I know. <laughs> that's oh, yeah. like that's the yeah. Chills anyone with rage. Yeah, so. it's awesome. I love it. Secretly. Yeah, I, I like when he's oh, yeah. uh, he's playing uh, Johnny Be Good. Yeah. And then uh, um, the guy grabs a phone. He's like, Marvin, you gotta hear this. And it's supposed to. Be, who's that supposed to be? This is your cousin Marvin. Marvin Barry. Yeah, Marvin Barry. For some reason, I always quote the second. The, there's a line in in the second movie that, for some reason, I quote way too often. But it's uh, when Marty McFly is about, like, they're, I can't remember what, it's when uh, Biff's goons in the weird future, or weird present, 
<laughs> like the, al the alternate reality. Yeah, yeah the alternate yeah. reality. Yeah. They're like, uh, yeah. They're the casino. To, oh, yeah. yeah, they're yeah. trying to they're trying to get them to do something. They're like, we can do this the easy way or the hard way, and they bash him over the head. <laughs> right. Yeah, the easy way. <laughs> As he's like passing yeah. out. But yeah. I quote that quite often, unfortunately. <laughs> it's all good. Just to play something? Well, I'm gonna check and see if we're uh, where we're at as far as time. Yeah, you guys, um, time is flying. Why don't you guys? You guys want to play something else? Why not? Sure. Play? I mean, I I like to play music. All right, let's play right. something. I mean, two not really. Right? Tune it up. Tune it. Oops. This is where the drummer has to be quiet. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you don't get to play on this one. No, no, I can, but when, during the tuning. Oh, gotcha, right, right. The yeah, rule yeah. is you have to be quiet. Is that right? Yeah. It's guitar like fans, guitar you got players. reprimanded a couple of times. Yeah, guitar players will give you a real stink out. Yeah, the stink, yeah. that's what I was going to say. You know, that's the worst. You're sitting there trying to tune, and you're just... And you're like, yeah, yeah. I was just trying to tune my toms to your note. Well, we've yeah. never had that problem. No, thankfully, so everyone, very aware. everyone here is really good about it. But, man, I almost lost my mind, like, several times. Not with you guys, but, like, there was some session that I did at a studio that they had the same headphone mix for everybody. Oh, man. And so the, the guitar player on that session was just... You know, we do a take, and then he was just noodling like yeah. nonstop. I'm just like, oh, yeah. Man. Guitar players like are the worst get... at it. I can, I, and I, I'm not trying. Yeah. I can say this because I am a guitar player, but they're the worst at it. It's oh, like no, when you're because like right. somebody like want to keep your hands warm. I get it. Oh but yeah. it's just like they can't stop, and you're just well, like you're like hey, that show off factor. Look yeah. what I can do. Right. Look what I can do. But yeah. like do a take, and you want to like cool. like you're in the studios. Like you come, I'll, I'll come out and be like, hey, cool. And like I'm gonna talk through a few things, and the guitar players just over. Yeah. I was like, hey man, um, you know, I'm trying to figure out a way to be like, stop! But <laughs> still be diplomatic yeah. and yeah, say, yeah, 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 of course. <laughs> right on. We'll play away. All play right. What are we, are we gonna play? Um, oh yeah, hold on tight. Okay. Cool. All right. <sighs> Wow. 
end for that. Sweet. <laughs> Love it. Right on. Yeah. I might can guess what the title of that song is, but I'll ask anyway. Hold on tight. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Good guess. Awesome. Well, I read something on the Google News that the more times you say that the hook and the song, the better it is. So huh. I just try to... Say it as many times as I feel is good, and then multiply it like by four. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> That's just awesome. The, just do the math success. on it. Right? Yeah. <laughs> it's a numbers game. It's a numbers game. So is that um is that on this release? Yes, it is. Cool. It is. It is. Yeah, it's, it's actually single. the single. Yeah. yeah. Single. Oh, sweet. Okay. One of them. Like, <laughs> they're all singles. They're all singles. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Cool. You mind tossing me that real quick? Oh, yeah. I just want to take another look at it. Absolutely. Awesome. So it's a full length. Awesome. Yeah. Full length. Full length. Oh, number a... 12. Some of these I have heard. Some of these I have heard. It's I, don't, a, I hadn't heard a, that when you guys played it. It's a fake out full length. It's like we actually had this song has been like two years in the making. Or two years in the making. So the first half of it we did and then the project got stalled out. So we didn't get to finish it and then we just called like that the year, EP. And then yeah, this then is the it LP. was like, oh, it's the EP. And yeah. then we go. Then somehow, <laughs> miraculously, the second half got done, so we put it as an LP. So, like, when you, you're saying, like, you split it up like that, like, yeah. part of it was, like, with other folks, and then it got stalled out, and then, like, you guys, or you get, you didn't. It was, like, the funding stalled out. Oh, basically. gotcha. It was, like, we had a, the, we had, like, all the material, but then it was, like, half the material, and then, then, like, who knows? They didn't like the rest of the songs, or there was like a lot of reasons why. Yeah. For some reason, you know how projects can. Oh yeah. Go nuts, so there was a break. We had like a year break, and of course, a year's time in musician time is like a million years. Oh, so yeah. members like left and like yeah. halfway through, and so it's just been crazy. It's been crazy, but. <laughs> It's here now. <laughs> it is here. Yeah. But you held on tight with that white knuckle grip. Held on grip. tight. Yes. 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 There you go. <laughs> Man, that's like I was just I was just talking about that this morning. Like, uh, was saying how man, you know, being the best is really great. But it's like man, if you can just like finish stuff, if you can just yeah, it's about finishing exactly, if totally. You can just do the second yeah. half of it because it's really fun to think of ideas and it's like awesome to. Just like brainstorm and just do that first creative vomit, you know. Yeah. It's like just to like, just to put it out, put it all the way through to the end is like so so painful. Absolutely, yeah. It's it's definitely. It's so the, I feel like that's a strong point of myself. That's good. <laughs> that's awesome. It's good. So, yeah. It's a good. It's it's a good character trait to build and develop. But you have to, you know. You really well, have and finishing to. things, even on a small level, you know, yeah. I, something that you had said that is stuck in my head. Uh, I was doing. I was co-writing with uh, Cody the other day. Yeah. And uh, we were just we were stuck on the song. We just wanted to quit. You know what I mean? Go outside and have a cigarette, and then go to the bar. Yeah. And I was like, well, do one thing you had said was just finishing the song, even if it's not good. Just finish it. Go back, listen to it, and then fix it. But there's yeah. something yeah. about right. finishing it that totally. just gives it a little bit more power. Totally. You know what I mean? Totally. Totally. So we sat there, worked it, and it ended up with a you know a You're good end product. It. We were happy yeah. with it. But there's yeah. something about just finishing it, even if it's not good. Just that first makes draft. It you know. You oh yeah, that's exactly what. Permission. Yeah. To, it's because it's so much easier to edit something than to create something. Yeah, so absolutely. If you just give yeah. yourself something. Well, you're to also edit. like you're when you do that when you're like create. 
create when you're like trying to create something, right? Yeah. You're trying to come up with like the first draft, and then you're also going into sort of like the editing mode to make it the mm-hmm. final draft along the way. Yeah. You're doing two different tasks yeah. with your that's two different things your brain is doing, mm-hmm. right? Right. Mm-hmm. So you're just like that's really you need to just be thinking about like the answer. I, actually, this is hilarious. I'm like saying this because I was just having a, a conversation with somebody about this and having them coach me through this exact thing, and so it's like it's like you know what they're saying is just. You have to just not worry about what the, it's not. Give yourself the liberty. It's like you're not looking for the right answer. It doesn't mean to be right necessarily. Yeah, just give you, you know what I mean. Give yourself permission for it to be bad. Yeah, even mm-hmm. if it's just like if it's like um, you're you're writing something, you got some cool hooks or whatever. Um, you kind of have a cool melody that you're singing, but you don't know what the exact lyrics are. Whatever, just like you can mumble it. You yeah. can you can just say stupid lyrics, or whatever. Just be, knowing that it's like I'm just getting to the end of this, and then like it's not about me like finding the right cool lyrics right now. Yeah. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Yeah. Well, some of it's getting over yourself because there's a certain embarrassment factor that goes in with that, you know, yeah. and that's what helps about your band being a family because then you yeah. can go in there and mumble lyrics. Whereas, yeah. you know, when I first joined this band, if I would have had a song idea, no lyrics, I, I would have felt ridiculous going in there and being like, I don't have any lyrics. I'm just going to make some stuff up on the way. Yeah. You know, that comfort level. Com- and that's just all yeah. about that. Everything feeds into itself. Yeah. It's neat because everything we're talking about can tie in in some different way. You know, yeah. it's all related. And even if it's in a small way, it... You know, every little bit is important, you know. So true. So true. Absolutely. Yeah. So how about touring? You guys have been, have you guys been on the road? You've been? Yeah. 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 We've had a fun year of. We've had a lot of interesting things happen on the road. <laughs> yeah. Year. See, that's why I was asking. Is like I know there's going to be some cool stories. Uh, there's always something <laughs> interesting. The the road is a strange place. And yeah. I, uh, yeah. Was it, was we had to put down was our our tour van this year. Yep. Tour van after, died like last week. Really? After a really really interesting show. Uh, <laughs> really. We so we did this show in Birmingham that uh, uh, how do I put this last day? We weren't completely stoked about it. Uh, but you know, we're because after you've played as many gigs as we've played, you can smell a bad gig from a you mile smell away. It sure. coming. <laughs> okay. It, 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 I'll put it like this: If you're going somewhere to play that doesn't have a liquor license or doesn't spell, sell alcohol, they're more than likely not going to have a draw there. Yeah. You know. Sure. Uh, just from what little I know of being on the road, you know. Uh, unless it's just a happening spot, or you know, they're do- it's like a speakeasy. They're doing it yeah. illegally, and then they're gonna have the biggest draw oh, ever. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. ever, yeah, right, right, yeah. right, right. So we just smelled a bad gig coming. We go play the gig, just what we thought, you know, kind of a, a little bit of a waste of a time, but we did it. And so we're loading up in the rain, pouring, pouring down, pouring down, down, down. Oh, really? walking down two flights of two metal flights of metal stairs, stairs slipping, with, you know. It yeah. was it was brutal, and yeah. so we load up and we hop in the van at midnight, and we're gonna just it's haul a, it back yeah. to Nashville. And as we're pulling out of the the parking Our space, parking space just there's leaving. just this big pop, and then the steering goes. There's no steering. Wow, so really? it was just like it was just like, like there was a TV, pop, and then like no TV steering. Driving. Was really, really? Uh, TV yeah. driving just Hilarious. it was just going everywhere. Wow. And so uh. then we hop out and look, and there's. <laughs> Uh, there's a bolt laying on the ground <laughs> that's been like rusted and broke off. And it's not like just some little minor bolt. No, it's like, it's like, okay, this is a problem. A key, that's a key yeah. piece so, of the car. So it's, it's midnight on a Saturday night. We couldn't get anybody out there to help us. We After like two hours, after two of, hours trying of trying, to, we just hung out in the van. So wait, you were like, you were out there and like under the car trying to like figure out what it was. Yeah. Because I was like, is it? 
it was it a that thing that holds the steering column on? Is it the drive? Maybe it box? was like a vanity bolt. You know? Yeah, yeah, it could have been just a pretty you know, thing, an extra yeah. bolt. There. You know, there's extra things. And there's not like any. It's just like <laughs> that's the only thing that happened. There's not like it's not like yeah. liquids coming no. out. Exactly. But I'm sitting here thinking yeah. an engineer spent a long time to figure out where to put this bolt. I bet it meant something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If it was just so, a bolt, it's like it could like I would almost think it'd be more serious. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. whoa. This is a This problem. is it's just a bolt. This must be really important. Yeah. I want to see the steering wheel. <laughs> so we wind, yeah. I'm like, this has we to wind be. up crashing in a hotel for the night and um, out of pocket because uh, we made no money at the gig. Yeah. And uh, get a U-Haul the next day, put all the gear in the U-Haul. Ouch. And, uh, and this is after the mechanic. And the mechanic, up. yeah, we had a mechanic come <laughs> oh, and look at it. He crawls up under the van. And just starts laughing. laughing. He Are starts you kidding me? <laughs> and he comes out he goes, oh. with another bolt, with <laughs> no, an extra bolt. Then he just took out my four. He just pulled it out. He, my he hand, goes. Like. He goes here. Yeah, I think there was. There, he pulled out two more. And so we had three, and he goes, this is three of four. One's missing, and these two broke off, and that's what holds the drive, the gear, the driving gearbox, like what the steering is. Uh-huh. You know, holds it to the frame or whatever. And he said it's so rusted under here, it's come undone. If y'all had been on the interstate, you'd all be dead. There'd yeah. been nothing you could do. Verbatim what he said. And it happened, wow. happened pulling out of the parking yeah. lot so we could and, just and, leave it there. And prior to this, Sharon had just spent a grand on the van. Oh, yeah. On Getting the transmission fixed. Tra- or, uh, we the had radiator. a uh, radiator oh, leak. Radiator. So we had to get a new radiator, yeah. battery, all this maintenance stuff that you have to do yeah, in a tour yeah, van. Yeah. And then it, then it crafts out. Right then, after you did the that. Next and time, we have a mechanic look run. at it and go, the frame's rusted. It's not even repairable. He's like, yeah, this yeah. is a giant death box. Yeah, that's yeah. exactly yeah. it. And yeah. we were all scared to death of it. After oh, that yeah, anyway. man. That's that, like anybody says something like that, man. Like, so we were like, like, oh, my gosh. And, man, any band that's trying to do it on their own, vehicles are a struggle. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Whether that's it be silly. a personal vehicle or much less be able to have a touring van yeah. that is for the band. And that is a constant money pit because you've got to keep it yeah. reliable. Absolutely. Because Absolutely. you can't be out in the middle of BFE and go, well, Absolutely. well, the driver box just went out. We can't steer. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Seriously. Totally, man. Absolutely. I've had I've had my share of those uh, similar experiences. It's like, yeah, the van, the tour van is yeah. the... It's a lifeblood. So we came back and we were like, all right, the new motto for our band is safety first. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we are not going to risk it. There's uh-uh. no more late night drives back. Right. Like You just yeah. come to a point where you're like, okay... Is this gig worth losing your life over? Right. Yeah. Right. There's not very many that are. There's right. a couple. There's a couple that would be worth that to me. Yeah. But not very many. It was like you. It was going to go down in the epic like yeah. like biography yeah. or whatever. Right. Yeah. right. They right. were with Paul McCartney, yeah. Bob Dylan, yeah. everyone's yeah. chilling. That's yeah, yeah. I'm down on that. You're yeah. playing Live Aid. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no joke. Yeah, yeah. So we've tried. We've we've gotten a little perspective on what's worthwhile in like. In the last year, we've we've done a lot of random stuff because we're just trying to. F- we did, went up to New York a couple of times. New York was really fun. We did that I mean, video. It's, it's like you like see where you hit. You yeah. see where you hit. Yeah. There's places where they're, you know, just going like, oh man, we've been waiting for a band like you to come through. Sure. Mm-hmm. And you're like a celebrity in that town. You right. know, it's really cool. And then there's other towns where they're just like, oh. But it's know. like the. Absolutely. Yeah. It's just a weird process of like. You know, for an independent band, you can't count on venues to promote. You can't, like, I mean, you can hire a promoter. You can yeah. push, push radio. Yeah. It's like, what's the magic formula yeah. for making it worthwhile to go? Right. You know? It's like, 
I haven't figured that out. But yeah, we this year we're gonna do just regional stuff. I mean, we're I think like, that's smart. We're just gonna like stuff that's nearby. If we do something massive in Nashville, like they can all come to that or whatever. Yeah. You know, try to. Be more selective. Oh, and we're doing, we have a couple of bigger things that going on, though. I mean, South Oh, yeah, by, we're going out to South by Southwest. South by Southwest will be really fun. But we're not even playing gigs on the way. We're no, just, yeah. Like, we're screw just, it. There's, yeah. It's not going to. Sometimes, you know what I mean? You have to really think about it. And yeah. sometimes it's just sort of like, you're almost, you're kind of like playing tricks on yourself when you're like, yeah. oh, yeah, we're going to schedule these gigs on the way out. Sometimes it's it's really like, you know, all we're really doing is just like stopping. Like, it's not really, I mean, <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. sometimes it's, it, that was, yeah, that's... Because you've toured when you were managing. Yeah, it's know. like, that was the probably the thing that I hated. The, I mean, like, to actually being on the road and, and, like, just, like, doing it, it's fun. It's always an adventure. You always have a story. Always. It's cool. You're always, like, meeting new people. It's like... But, like, the logistics part of it and, like, organizing it all and planning the tour and trying to figure out, like, all the moving parts. Yeah, oh, I was just like, dude, this is – I absolutely – I utterly hate this. I and and, hate and you're, nothing's guaranteed. Yeah. You know, we were going – we were heading to New York this past year. And on the way up there, we uh, we had a show in um, – was it Baltimore? Baltimore, Baltimore. yeah. And so somewhere we pour, around there, we don't know exactly. Yeah, it was somewhere. <laughs> we don't want people Baltimore. looking at looking at our past tour dates and no, yeah. Knowing so we're playing this. Place. We're playing this like random like pizza place. Like pizza, yeah. it's like a bar, beer shack, and a pizza place. So we pull up to the place up front, and like <laughs> this guy that has like the the the, yeah, the places on, shirt know. on, yeah. you know, yeah. like he obviously works there. He's sitting out there smoking a cigarette. We're like, hey man. We're the band tonight. Uh, where do we load in at? He was like, "There's not a band tonight." <laughs> Aggressively, he goes, like, "He goes, it's just... karaoke night. There's no band tonight." And I go, "Okay." And so I walk in the door and I see immediately spot three or four of Kinkador posters on the tonight, wall tonight, saying "Tonight," yeah. you know, like the date and everything. Yeah. And so we're like, <laughs> "Okay," <laughs> and so we're like, "Are we gonna play here or not?" And it kind of pisses us off. We're like. Well, do they even want us to play? Yeah, like yeah. we can gladly just go on and haul into New York, which is where we want to be. You yeah. know, yeah. Brooklyn's where we want to yeah. hang. You could probably maybe pick up a random gig, even. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. 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 And so, you know, long story short, we wind up playing the place, and that bartender winds up bringing us shots and stuff while we're playing. Yeah, He's like, "Oh, these guys don't show. suck." Yeah. You could like see uh, on his so face. He's like, "They don't suck." So what was the deal? Was he just like he was just messing with you or something? I, or I, I like, don't know if he knew. Promoter and they double booked the night. He huh. had booked his karaoke night there, and then the guy that books bands booked bands there. So uh. they did have karaoke after us. Right. Yeah. Is he just really gunning to be like the karaoke host? He's I, I to, think he, he was, was trying more, to sabotage. He was really excited like, about his yeah. karaoke. Oh no! You're not stepping on my karaoke. This is my night, man. You don't you don't come between a guy and being a karaoke host. Like those guys are serious. About it, we learned quick. Yeah, Yoki hosts are, are true, true uh, masters. <laughs> oh, yeah, we couldn't get out of there fast enough. Like I, I mean, think by the time we arrived in Brooklyn, the pizza was still like warm. Yeah, yeah, yeah we, we still had, right? we took a pizza with us. And we got some nice. free food and stuff. I always that was love good that. Food. Was good drinks. I'm content. You know, yeah. good food. <laughs> so you can always you can always like pick up another skill and do what like the the Nashville. Uh, the down the honky tonk folks oh, yeah. do and learn every song under the sun and then you can merge your like 
your songs and you're like, you know, just going and playing shows with like a karaoke night. And you'd be like, yeah, we got we'll karaoke right night here. covered right here, man. Yeah. What yeah. song you want? Come on. <laughs> we can play them on, like, There you go, live band back in yeah. karaoke. I like it. That yeah. goes beyond karaoke. That's like be a rock star night. Yeah, there you go. totally. Yeah. You know, but the, in situations like that, when you deal with people, it's, uh, we've learned, you know, just over a lot of experience, you've, you have to put on these different hats while you're on the road. Yeah. And it's like, hey, I've got to play manager right now. Yeah. Or I've <laughs> yeah. got to play tour tour guy, make sure everybody's at the van at 10 a.m. Yeah. You know, or, or whatever that is. But it's, you know, we don't want to leave anywhere where they're like, oh, those guys are jerks. Yeah, where they have a sure. You know, Money you want to handle vinegar, everything as yeah. professionally as possible. It, it sucks when they don't cater to you and they're not, you know, or just side about you being generally there. polite. Yeah. Or, or, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, just yeah. generally polite, like yeah. they would be to anybody or, yeah. or customers. Yeah. Right. Like, you don't have a demands list. Or but like some, that. and sometimes we get the short end of the stick when it comes to that. But you know, <laughs> for the most part, they'll they can't they can't say anything bad about us. Right. You know, we so, just kill them with kindness. Yeah, kill them with kindness. Yeah. Be, be the good guy because you know you don't know what kind of connections you're. Messing well, up just or... because do it because it's the right thing to do. Sure. I mean, like you to be a decent person. Yeah, just like yeah, to go yeah. around. You don't, you know. Look, if this guy has his thing, like you know, it's a cliche of like people at, at, at these kinds of clubs or like jaded guys who yeah. just whatever. Oh, you yeah. know what I mean? That like there's a there's a there's a, a you could just you could you can make a joke up about it. It's mm-hmm. like you know what I mean all day long you can come up with this character, and um, you know, if if he's got issues and he's got his life that he hates or whatever's going on in his life and he's like that, you know what I mean? That's his issue. Right. But to like for you to participate in that is not doing. You, it's just yeah. like you got to take care of yourself. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. and so yeah. to participate in participate in that is not. Um, yeah. That's a, not because what are you gonna do? You're gonna like you're gonna you're gonna drive off the next day and go to the next town and carry that with you. I mean, yeah, like, you know exactly. what I mean? Yeah. So. Positive vibes, man. Yeah, yeah. Put out that's been my word. that's been like my motto. Put out whole, good like, vibes. Last year. Come back to you. Yeah, I'm a big Bonnaroo fan, and they're always about radiate positivity. That's oh like yeah, yeah, man. And that is like, I don't have any tattoos, but if I was gonna tattoo, that was that <laughs> would be what it would. <laughs> Just be. like yeah, man. That's what you got to do. It's perfect when you're like in those moments, and it's like raining, and like your 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 steering column fell out, <laughs> and it's like you know you're dealing with this jerk and all that, and just yeah. think about. What if I was at if I was in the middle of like some mega EDM show like Bonnaroo <laughs> and all these people are doing these crazy whatever it is they do at the shows, <laughs> you know, like let me just let me just radiate, let me just pretend I'm that's where I'm at, just channel that, just right. channel that space, you know. And then, do it. Yeah, man. Do it. Or or maybe it's even worth just like you know go to Bonnaroo and uh, and. Uh, meet some of those folks like hey man you want to like you want to tour with us like you can be our like our, our, our masthead just yeah. like t- attach them to the front yeah. of the van, the van. it's like can, a, can like you a deal beat. with this pizza guy yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah can you go in and just be like super friendly and nice <laughs> you really need a vibe I guys mean, we're, really, <laughs> yeah. we're really easy to get along with we were just saying the other day like sharon could easily be like a massive diva but she's not at all. She's right. like, no. she's just one of the guys. She's so easy to get along with. It's crazy. Aww. I try to be easygoing. Yeah. I think it's just your personality. There's not, I mean, and all of us are. We're all yeah, pretty I easy just to feel get. like music, is, so music well. is so collaborative and life is so collaborative. Like, if you don't, if you don't, if you're not hip to that, 
reality. <laughs> if you're not hip. You can't, like, fight that. You can't right. fight that. And, you know, you got to be having fun. For sure. I, oh, man. Well, this is, like, such a, such a special moment for this quote. But when I first came to Nashville, I was really lucky to somehow randomly meet Cowboy Jack Clement and Kinkador, like, whatever. We would have been a band, like, for two months and had some songs. And so we got to go and record with Cowboy Jack Clement, like, producing... Kinkador. That's it was amazing. like the most nice. random, dumb, weird thing. He thought we were so weird, but for some reason he <laughs> liked us. And so we got to do like a whole, we t- recorded like 12 songs, you know? What? And Cowboy Jack Clement's like sitting in the room with us while we're live tracking. And he's just like, he's just dancing to try to inspire us and stuff, man. And just having the best time ever. And he just looks at us and goes, man, are you having fun? If we're not having fun, we're doing it wrong because we're in the fun business, yeah. you know? And it's just like, <laughs> Absolutely. Right. Yeah. That's fun cool. is the mantra. That's fun it, for real. That's totally it, you know? It's funny how you can lose sight of that. Like, I've, I, like, again, like, we were talking about, like, getting in the studio and bands and it getting real, you know? Mm-hmm. And, like, I, you know, it's like, there's pressure on, you know, I, I put pressure on myself. We all just, like, we put pressure. It's like, the, like, yeah, there's some pressure, but most of the pressure is, like, coming from, like, you. Like, yeah, the fear of the unknown kind of a thing oh, or whatever. the fear of failure, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, and all that kind of stuff. And, um... Yeah, and it's just funny how you can lose sight of it and like you how like all of a sudden you can have these moments of like like you had this big epiphany or something, but really it's just like, yeah, I mean, just have fun. And it's yeah. not supposed to how when you sit there and all of a sudden just have fun becomes this huge epiphany, you have it's like for me at least I've had to like go, hmm, that's actually I need to look at the like what's going on here like, you know, with my life, like, <laughs> yeah. you know, it's like because yeah, it's like like I I chose to do the this with my life because it's supposed to be fun. And it's not like a hedonistic kind of fun where it's like, if I'm like, I'm going to smash my head into the wall because it sounds fun or whatever, but it's just like, (laughs) just pure of heart, you know? Right. Just like not worrying about where it's going to go. Yeah. And we hope we have that effect on our audience too. Like whether they're listening to the CD or come to our shows, like you, you hope that, that you can, translate that message through, you know, your song, especially yeah. live. Our live performances are really important to us, the energy and the, the vibe of everything and the headspace. It's like, you know, it's a very fun, creative thing sure. to do. And uh, I would like to think that everybody watches this, realizes <laughs> that we're having a whole lot of fun. Yeah. yeah. But we're definitely not boring to watch. There are sure. some bands that are boring to watch and just play with blank faces, and they really bum me out. Sure. Because there's some of my, I, I won't name them, but there's some bands that are widely known that are awesome musicians but are just so freaking boring to watch. Yeah. It's like, man, are you? do you enjoy making millions <laughs> playing music? Yeah. Because yeah. I would gladly do that for you, you know? Yeah. That's kind of a, a hanger on of times past, times gone by. Is is like when it was sort of the, the culture has shifted. Like, you know, going to live shows and what that is, that experience, this experience of live shows, the experience of music has shifted. You oh, know what yeah. I mean? Like, like 20 years ago, it was about kind of almost sort of like the culture of music was kind of to uh, lose yourself in the idea of kind of, worshiping i say like with lack of a better word of of, of these like these, these these celebrity people who make this crazy music in this ivory tower and like mm-hmm. uh, untouchable and it's not really that anymore you know what i mean it's more of just like it's yeah. it's like i want to go have an experience i want to have fun i want to like what's this experience for me and that's where like you know you see like 
the festivals, so many festivals in the U.S. now just exploded, and all this like these EDM shows, like Bass Nectar comes here every New Year's and puts on this huge show and all right. this stuff, and you know sells out the arena and just like shows like that, like um, what is it, Tomorrow World or something? It's like hey, yeah, epic, Tomorrow epic thing. World. You know what I mean? And so, like, that's what the appeal is for all that because you can look at it and the culture is about, like, this thing's an experience mm-hmm. and, like, people like Bass Nectar come come to the, the, the whole thing with, like, almost kind of like um, I'm the guy who's, like, I'm the guy you hired to put on an awesome party for you. Exactly. And yeah. not, like, hey, I'm the guy up on stage that you're watching mm-hmm. and, like, this is all about me because my name's on the marquee, you know, yeah. and all that, right. you know? So yeah. I think... I think 20 years ago or more, it was like, that's kind of what it was. My name's on the marquee, and everybody was, like, enamored by that. And now it's, it's like, that's not what this is about. You know? Right. It's not all what it's about. It's like, so, that's cool, man. That's a cool mindset. The, the yeah. EDM world, man, that's a, that's a topic that we could go off about. Yeah. <laughs> it's just such an interesting thing that has developed and... Uh, and you know you don't know whether to think is it going to last? Is it going to die? What yeah. or what does this hold? What does this look like ten years from now? What does it look like for musicians? For people who are trying to work in an acoustic instrument and hone their craft in on it, that you know, and these guys are, are no doubt talented, but it's the computer. You know, it sure. comes down to the computers doing the work. They're talented in making those things happen, but. You know, I, I'm just really curious to see what the next 10 years looks like for the music industry and for what uh, what's happening. Because even though that the EDM thing is such a huge thing, it's still rel- uh, relatively underground for the most part. Yeah. There's a lot of commercialized uh, stuff going It's on. not something like that you're going to see necessarily on... Uh, they're not gonna have like EDM on Letterman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean. <laughs> that like would be I don't know. Fun, but it's funny. It's again one of those things that you all you say that, but you just never know. You just really never know. know. You never know. And you like know. you know, there's collaborations that happen, all that kind of stuff, and whatever. But uh, I didn't understand electronic music until I was like 19, and I studied abroad in Spain. And I used my older sister loved like techno music, and I was like, man, I hate that crap. It's machines, blah blah blah. Yeah. It's like you gotta have like. A real band, and then I went to Europe, and I and I went to the nightclubs, and I was like, "Oh, it's for dancing." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's yeah. just it's uh, not it's not really for listening. It's yeah, for you don't. You know, it's, it's like a, you don't really sit around just like I'm gonna chill and listen to this. It's like I'm gonna get I'm gonna get like dance. you know. It's a powerful thing. I mean, watching yeah. it at festivals, I've seen it. it. You know, Coachella is a very electronic dominated festival. Yeah. So they have a tent that's dedicated yeah. just to electronic music. And uh, it's, it's, that was really my first big exposure to that. And, but seeing the way the crowd all moves at once, no doubt it's like, okay, here's the drop. And then we're going to have <laughs> sure. like, a minute of whatever. And then the drop's going to come back yeah. and everybody's going to do the same thing again. But it's powerful to stand in the back and just watch how everybody moves to the same beat. Yeah. It's really cool because you cool. don't see that, you know, at other shows. Yeah. I'm not really into that culture, but I am into the, like, you know, on from the like standing on the sideline and looking in and yeah. just being like, man, there's something there. There's some kind of energy there that's that that does inspire me. But um, speaking of inspiration and inspiring in the future of the music business, yeah, uh, let's segue into the what's the future for Kinkador because we're about just about out of time. So right. I want to gear up to like have you guys play your last song. Cool. And um, right. but. 
I'm into I'm into focusing energy on things that are in our control. And I've realized the only thing that is is making music. So there you go. <laughs> that's what we're and so do. you're making music yeah. and you've got your We got the record coming out. coming out. Yep. February twentieth at Tolton Porter and uh, yeah, we're just writing like mad right now. So we're we're super pumped to just create in that pure way. Sweet. Absolutely. Looking forward to cutting some demos and looking yeah. at the future stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, seeing what that holds. Yeah. Seeing what awesome. Uh, the new stuff sounds really cool. Awesome. Well, yeah. that's great. That's awesome. There it is. 12th and Porter, February 20th. Mm-hmm. New record coming out. Go out. Check out Kinkador. What can they... Uh, so where are you guys going online these days? Um, Kinkador.com. Okay. K-I-N-K-A-D-O-R.com. Everything's linked from there. Instagram, at Kinkador. We're on there pretty actively. Um, yeah. And uh, so we'll have the records for sale on there after the 20th. And we'll have some shirts and all kinds of stuff. So say hi. We're very friendly. Sweet. We like, we like <laughs> meeting people. Yeah. Sweet. Well, awesome. Well, you guys, thanks again for being a part of our yeah. taking the leap with us, being a part of our uh, uh, main voyage here. Thank you so and much. Hey, it was uh, it was a great way to meet you guys. It was fantastic. Yeah. It was awesome. So much fun. This, the, the time yeah. do it passed again. a lot faster than yeah. I thought it would. Yeah. 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 yeah, I know. So awesome. Well, cool. that's it. First ever episode of um, the Glass in Your Recording Show. And uh, check out Kinkador, Kinkador.com. And uh, check out uh, Glass Onion at, on our Facebook page. Just go on and uh, search Glass Onion Recording. And that's that. Why don't you guys play us out? Cool. Absolutely. This one's called My Way. It's on the, on the record as well. I'll make it on my own.